0: yet again, yes, you're back with the two-spoken guns for another rendition of complete and utter mayhem. Uh, because we don't know how to do anything else. Ratsy, hello mate. Hello mate, how are
1: you? Yeah, I'm good, how are you? Sorry, I'll just turn my microphone Yeah, oh.
0: so I've got you now. No, yeah, I know. not as though you're in the smallest room in the house now. I was, I was <laughs> earlier.
1: How are <laughs> Too you, Too much mate?
0: information, mate? I'm terrific. Yeah, mate, it's... uh Got another burst of some nice weather coming through over the next few days, so uh, that'll be something to look forward to. We're killing it, um, aren't we? Either? it's good. In that, uh, well, you know, having watched the cricket, <laughs>
1: wow! I mean, what can you? <laughs> what, what can, can you, you say do? This, What
0: can you say about that?
1: What can you do? I
0: mean, in fact, I tell you what—that's interesting because um, well, I find it interesting because I just wanted to pose some questions to you, and then I've got a, a little article that'll be a, my segue into that article off the back of cricket. Uh, as I we'll want to have a chat to you about two blokes that really don't like each other. I, fairly infamous. I, I, I believe I
1: know what you're referring to. So, Right. We, we do want to cover that off yeah. today. So look... But, um, um, look, um, five-day tests... Are uh, gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Three days is all we need. Four days is a bonus.
0: Correct. <laughs> um, my question to you is, do you think they're all playing too much cricket?
1: Uh, they definitely are playing too much cricket and not enough of the right stuff. Because if they played a little bit more test cricket... Yeah. Then they might be able to play spin bowling. Well who would have just, thought the Indians would prepare pitches that are conducive to what, spin. Looks, it's only been going on hundred and fifty years. When are we like, gonna figure that out?
0: The pitch that looked like a technicolor dream coat <laughs> it, it, and it, that it, many it, different shades across <laughs> it. <laughs> I tell you. Um, uh, you have ten out of ten for trying anyway. No, no, but my point is and they keep talking about this oh uh, he he'll be really good in all forms of the game. Yeah. I mean, there was only one game originally. So what they're saying or suggesting is they've all got to have a different batting style yeah. or technique when it comes to the white ball, the red ball, the pink ball, or the other ball. Yeah. <laughs> it just, you know, their stance or their backswing or, you know, they've got to get their head. Oh, what do I, oh it's not test cricket today, is it? Oh, oh, right. oh, I'm not playing a one day. I best I don't do that reverse sweep like six of them did and get all out for 113.
1: Correct. well, it's sm- it's smacked to me if 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 I were if I'm cynical. Yeah. Um, well, you're not normally? Someone's <laughs> someone's made some money. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems to happen in uh, India. Someone's made some money.
0: Do you, you reckon? I've got a 1,000 to 1 all out under 115 <laughs> i tell you what speaking about odds I don't know yeah. if you heard this there was a country race meeting yesterday yeah um, forgive me I can't recall where it is but said trainer had three runners first one got up yeah 80
1: to 1 nice yeah
0: nice uh, second one got up Thirty to
1: one. <laughs> nice.
0: Third one opened at twenties, came in as short as eights. Now, if my math ain't half bad, eighty to one on the first one. Now, let me cover this by saying he had an all-in.
1: Oh, nice. He
0: had them rolling. Nice. So he's at eighty by thirty. Yeah.
1: By eight. Yeah. Nice.
0: What's that? two and a half is that, that twenty four hundred by eight
1: eight threes are twenty four So that twenty four
0: hundred eighty by thirty good with that
1: Three eighths are um, and, and,
0: and so he's got twenty four hundred rolling into eight yep so twenty four hundred rolling into eight is twenty four thousand if it was ten less sixteen uh does that sound about right it's, so, it's an so, episode so,
1: of letters and numbers
0: let, let, let's just call it were were his odds.
1: Yeah, nice. And he had a bet. I'm sure he did. So
0: at 10 Schmackos, he's picked up 220 large on three horses. Yep. They're all his own.
1: Well, speaking of betting, because I I do like a flutter. We
0: never planned this, but it's going well. It's going well.
1: (laughs) Um, The cricket, though, because I'm, you know, I get a bit dubious when People are going out playing six shots blokes, that are outrageous. Six
0: blokes playing the reverse sweep right. in India.
1: That's right. So I remember the famous words of Titus O'Reilly, yes. who who's, who's, we're a big fan of here, in his book... The Hatted Wonder. The Hatted Wonder. <laughs> That's not a title of your book. He wrote a great line. book, and I, think, I don't know if you've read it, called Please Gamble Irresponsibly. It's the history no, of I've, gambling. No, I've heard of it, it's but very I've good. not read it. But he says, When betting on cricket, remember to bribe as many players as possible. <laughs> Uh, And I suspect there was some money fluttering around. He's got a couple of other great ones here. Um, Do you ever find yourself betting on the greyhounds? We talked about greyhounds on the show the other week. Yeah, we said we're going to buy one. (laughs) He he goes with this. He said, we're betting on the greyhounds. Take a moment to consider where your life went wrong and then try and fix it.
0: (laughs) He's spot on there.
1: Because if we're at the
0: Dapno Dogs... You know you've got one shekel left Where in your pocket. Where did my
1: life go wrong? <laughs> and he goes with this, if you find yourself getting into financial trouble with gambling, take up a less risky hobby, like base jumping or bullfighting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. This, uh...
1: And his last one, which I actually like, which is with the football season, season upcoming, he goes, always bet on your own team. So when they lose, you can be extra miserable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that they've lost and you've lost money. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You're
1: guaranteed misery. Correct. Correct. Oh, very good. Anyway, so that's... Uh, yeah, it did, it did concern me a bit, the, um, the lack of temperament and the lack of uh, shot-making ability uh, for batsmen that are considered world-class. Um, there were spectacular brain fades yeah. and it's not as if they had to make a lot of runs because no. um, we bowled them out fairly cheaply yeah we did um,
0: One room for one run less than we yeah
1: made. and look all we had to do was make I reckon 200 or a few over, yep. over that and they yep. might have been in a bit of trouble so anyway um, they move on. They can't win the series now. Well, they've got another two tests to redeem themselves. So you lose the series even if you draw. Well, yeah, because they, they own it. Because they yeah, own okay. it. Yeah, okay,
0: right. Yeah. So two tests to go, and as far as I'm concerned, who cares the toss? Well, I don't think I'll be watching because they're commonly known as dead rubbers. Dead <laughs> rubbers.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: I just dead rubbers. are dead rubber, is it not? I it mean, is what's a dead the, what do you, what do you want to unless you want to see a new player that's come in i mean we've well, got new spinners that have come there
1: in. are obligations to the television broadcast i oh, don't know no
0: doubt absolutely. so they no have doubt. to play
1: them yes yeah,
0: but uh, they might be disappointed by the viewing audience and so yes. might their advertisers
1: well look the viewing audience in india pretty big yeah pretty big. <laughs> pretty happy yeah, over there
0: yeah they make a lot of noise
1: and they've got to get something going because they've got to go and play england Shortly, and England are going okay. Yeah, going really well. So, um, uh... um,
0: the the piece around England that I'm hearing is that they're playing with a freedom that they haven't had before. Hmm. Now, is this under the South African coach, New Zealand coach? Um, There's an international coach at their helm now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, they're calling it baseball.
0: Uh, ki- I think it is a kiwi. Is
1: yeah. it not? Um, it's um, it's the, McCull- the, um, Brendan, Brendan McCullum, yeah. I think is it yeah. McCallum? Yeah. Yeah. Is right. their catch? Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe he's batting for them. <laughs> well, <laughs> he is, went all right. McCullin. He went all right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when well, they're going all right, and um, and speaking of cricket uh, and English yeah. cricket. There's a good friend of our uh, of the program, a very good friend of the program. We've uh, spoken to before, Beefy, who's got his nut
0: back in the paper. He's got alongside his his old mate Chipelli. You you talk talk us through it because I didn't read it and was was
1: fairly amused. Yeah, it's
0: it's very amusing. So uh, for those that might not know or or might not be an aficionado of cricket, um, even if you're not, you've probably remotely heard the story that these two. how do you say it don't like each they other don't like each other and um, the, where,
1: where does it go back to this dislike well each it,
0: other? it go it goes back a fair way it goes back to when beefy was 20 mm-hmm. so he's quite a young chap um and the article starts off by suggesting uh well it's actually a fact that they famously squared off at a pub <laughs> I, I did yes yeah. yes uh but they have famously squared off in a hotel bar, on the field, and even a car park. <laughs> they had to be separated at the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> did they? Only back in
1: 2010. Terrific. yeah so uh, I would have thought um, Chapelli's a little bit older than Beefy. Uh, yes. So is he, he is. Uh, is he still fancy himself uh, in, in a dispute, does he? Uh,
0: I'm not sure that's the case. But I'll, I'll step you through the rest of the article, because it might be interesting. Because you wonder whether... Um, what crossed my mind was, how much of this has just been milked a lot? So never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone, you know what?
1: You know, we might just keep Why this one going for the sportsman's night. Four
0: hundred years. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, former Test captain Ian Chapel. Are they set to bury the hatchet, it has been Into asked. each other's heads. <laughs> <laughs> the bitter foes uh, have come face to face in a new documentary series to discuss their enduring rivalry, which has spanned almost five decades. It's
1: terrific, isn't now, it? Do you
0: reckon you can have tish on your liver for five decades? Do you reckon decades? you can hold a grudge that long? That, yeah, huh? be, oh, I don't think it's too hard. <laughs> uh, I'll just give up. Give up. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. No, but this don't, is good. Don't remember what it was about either that far back. <laughs> so the origins of the long-standing feud are in a bar, the then Hilton Hotel, just across the Oh, yes, across the bridge G- from the G. During the 1977
1: centenary test. Well, that's a while ago. It's so a while ago, right?
0: Uh, both have their own versions of what caused the dust-up. Both of them was riled by Chapel's blunt assessment of English cricket. <laughs> well, Chapel said Botham threatened him with a broken glass. <laughs> uh, that'd do it. That'd do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd hold my grudge a bit longer if someone held a, a glass to my throat. Uh, the result was Botham flattening the Australian, who fell into a group of footfall, uh, footballers before fleeing the bar with the English all-rounder in pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> Chased him! <laughs> gone after him! Despite crossing paths since uh, as opponents and commentary colleagues... Although they're never in the box at the same no, time, <laughs> <haven't> no, <noticed> <laughs> the pair have never reconciled, even exchanging heated words at the Adelaide Oval that I alluded to, at Car Park in two ten before being separated by their Channel Nine and Sky colleagues. They nice. had to intervene.
1: Intervene, <laughs> yes,
0: they yeah. did. Um, it seemed all hope was lost until the sp- uh, the pair was spied recently. Here we go, with a TV crew at the Golden Gate Hotel in South Melbourne. Because Beefy's just been out here for the summer, obviously.
1: Oh, he's got to check up Uh, on his wine. Yeah,
0: (laughs) just take a couple more checks for (laughs) not saying very much, I don't think. But anyway, good on him. It's believed the rivalry will be covered by prolific sports documentary makers... Jam TV. Oh, no, that's Eddie. That's Eddie Inc. Eddie Inc. Right. Eddie yeah. Inc. And the production aired in Australian mid year to coincide with the Ashes in England.
1: Oh well this is, is nice. So that's an ex- extra bit of
0: juice. So in his latest autobiography, head on, both of who was oh he was twenty two at the time of the bar clash and on a scholarship playing uh club cricket at Melbourne. Ah, if yeah. you recall. Very good. Very good. Um, says he gave Chappell three official warnings, which <laughs> the Australian ignored. <laughs> Chappell said that both of them put an empty beer glass to his throat and said, I'll cut I'll cut you from ear to ear Time will tell if the pair truly extend the olive branch. <laughs> so um, they, they've had a good go. Well, uh, are, you know, uh, I mean... Rivers, rivers it's run a, deep.
1: It's normally a friendly rivalry, the English-Australian yeah, rivalry. That yeah. sounds like it's a bit nastier
0: well, than that. Well, I reckon there's a little bit of mayo. There in could there. be a I bit I of that. I reckon but... it's called longevity mayo yeah. <laughs> is what I'm calling it. Because I reckon if you got said beefy... And he'd had a couple of pots. He said to him, "Now come on, old son, what's the go? Yeah. Chapelli, can you get me a beer?" Because <laughs> I reckon they might have reconciled a long time ago, but never let the truth get. No, nah, they're just, just playing so, it, it just along a bit. play it along. Very, so, very anyway, good. that's uh, so. For those that don't know, it's a it's a great story. Uh, I know I don't dispute any of the facts. Um, And certainly I do recall the 2010 where things were going to get rather nasty at the back of the stands there at uh, Adelaide Oval. (laughs) Can you imagine? Imagine they two of them going at it. (laughs) Back boofy. Oh, i beefy. He'd be a bit bigger. He'd just sit on him. Yeah. <laughs> He'd just sit, squash him to death. Because I reckon Chappelle might be a bit thin these days. Beefy's beefy. Yeah, beefy's beefy. He's good. He's good.
1: No problem. All, <laughs> all right.
0: Well, uh, I, I did well, warn you I was a bit thin on the ground. No, well, I've, today, got, I've got something that I
1: just have to raise because I know it's been something that we've avoided for a while, a while now. Um, this is the royal family.
0: Oh, is it the gift that kept on giving? Well, it it, uh, as it in is. Is it Andy Pandy? Or? It is. And I
1: know you're reading um, the spare book. <laughs> well, I, haven't uh, oh, I haven't picked it up. But I you haven't picked it up. So I've, it must read, be. I've read six other books. It, in must, the it, must, it must be riveting reading. <laughs> oh,
0: mate, I was just about saluting. I was <laughs> just at that point.
1: So, um, oh, this gosh. is a beautiful little piece. So, right. uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Parkle. Oh. So they've, um, popular US animated series South Park. Are you familiar Ooh. with their work?
0: I am familiar with their work and it's, it's quite edgy.
1: They've taken a brutal swipe at uh, Harry and Megan in their latest episode. Really? Yes. The episode is entitled The Worldwide Privacy Tour. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows the characters, who are clearly based on the Duke and Duchess, moving to the fictitional town um, in Parklife. Uh, in a bid for privacy.
0: Is this the town called Unpopularsville? <laughs> yes. The
1: show didn't hold back in its depiction of the couple branded the Prince and Princess of Canada. <laughs> in the episode, the Prince is promoting a book named War, a clear dig at the controversial memoir, memoir Spare, which panned the Royal Family. The couple are shown to South Park uh, with the Markle character stating, if we moved here, people would think we're really serious about wanting to be normal. The couple then hang banners above their house demanding privacy and hold loud privacy parties in their front garden. Great. They also participate in a disastrous TV interview with the prince carrying a sign that reads, We want privacy. When (laughs) do we want it? Now. (laughs) When the host asks the prince if he hates journalists, he replies, That's right. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. They then go on a We Want privacy tour, taking in the Sydney Opera House and Kangaroos, and after enlisting a branding manager... The prince is described as royal, prince, millionaire, world traveler, victim. Realizing he doesn't want to be a brand, the prince says, Trying to make ourselves into a brand just turned us into products. No more magazines and Netflix shows. We just want to live a normal life. And uh, it's an absolute yeah. uh, parody <laughs> of them. So, and uh, I offer you this up. This is a little ex- excerpt from said oh, series.
0: I was going to say, we, can, I, can yes. I actually find well, the, the episode? This and...
1: is just a little snip. So, so have right. a listen to this, All buddy. Right-o.
0: Me crazy! The prince plays drums all day, I don't even think he has a job, and I don't know what the hell she does. Why they even left Canada is beyond me. And, like, she seems to just boss him around and make him do whatever she wants. I mean, why did they even leave Canada and move to South Park anyway? Stan, are you gonna say something? You say it. Say what? Look, Kyle, we just kind of don't care about some dumb prince and his stupid wife. I don't care about them either! So then why do you talk about them all the time? Uh... Dude, we're just kind of sick of hearing about them. I'm sick of hearing about them, but I can't get away from them. They're everywhere, in my face. So then just ignore them. The more attention you give them, the more power they have. are a fucking
1: So there you go, Scotty. There's a little bit of, uh, of, um south park there with the harry and harry and megan show I, I, and I've, um i i'm very much looking forward to watching that entire episode
0: yes now that's my next question when, uh, has it been played already or is it coming up
1: yeah it's coming up in australia so right. just be on the lookout for that the, but n- uh, nothing it's, better than the south park it's a uh, bit of a it's, a, it's washing a bit, their eyes it's a bit of a one. pish uh, take, <laughs> uh, if you would uh, if you would like so they if you're the target of those guys they don't miss no no not ever so that's going to be a ripper to watch yeah, so well, it's i'm a, very I mean, keen it, about that it, one.
0: it's a it's a funny old show because it's um it's one of the I, I, i've seen a couple of episodes and i'm sure if i actually um sat and watched it um i would watch more of it but it's um it's just one of those things i know it's on yeah and it's very and it's very clever but it's um, yeah. No, I haven't watched a lot, but I'll, I'll certainly enjoy that, and I'll make sure I look out for that. So
1: we'll that get into it. The other one I want that came across my desk this week. Yes, was uh, this is uh, apropos of you and your dad as well. Oh yes, and Tom Jones. Yes, and the Delilah band. Did the... I did I mention the Delilah <gasps> band to you? Okay. No. So what what's happened here is um, the the lyrics in Delilah, right? Yes. Are effectively about a bloke going to his wife and, uh, you know, he's gone... She opened the door, he had a knife and she laughed no more and it's basically yep. a veiled story around domestic and, and then he said, why, why, why? Yeah, <laughs> why, why, why? So <laughs> um, the Welsh Rugby Union have banned the singing of the song Delilah, which was a popular song yeah. amongst the followers of the Welsh rugby team, oh, yes, given indeed. the popularity of Tom and, and whatnot. Yes. Um, so um, they've removed it from their list of approved songs to be sung at Cardiff Stadium in Wales. I've been there. Um, and they wanted to express their support for victims of domestic violence, and this is how they chose to go about doing it. Really? So fans uh, have gone, what's well, a pretty stupid thing to do? Why don't you ban booze? Why don't you, b-? you know, all these sorts of yep. things. But um, there, was a, there was a chorus of comments following this um, that I wanted to read, <laughs> it was. They announced it on their uh, Facebook site or something like that. Right. And there's some very, very funny comments uh, as a result. Right. So they had um, about 617 comments, uh, and none of them thought it was a good idea banning the song. <laughs> um, so what the one world. one guy offered his interpretation of the most contentious lines in the Tom Jones classic. Um, um, there was cheating. He turns up with a set of uh, cutlery from Home Bargain. She sees him at the door and starts laughing. Then she sees the president, realising she's still serious about it. Realising her mistake, she stops laughing, and they lived happily ever after. So that was <laughs> that was his interpretation of the song. Um, Phil Davison suggested the most controversial line, which should be changed. Um, I called my wife on the phone and she laughed some more. <laughs> <laughs> huh? And uh, he, uh, he, a lot. Others were writing, "Oh, gee, banning the song. Thank God, that's uh, that's going to stop people going out and hurting women, isn't it?" You oh, know, it's really, really good. Oh. Um, and uh, Martin Williams also offered a somber reminder of the dangers singing sing Delida when he said, "My wife has told me my rendition of it has brought her close to wanting to inflict physical harm on me." Oh so that's all all fine um then um (laughs) others got for him (laughs) then it went on a bit of a sidetrack because um people were saying um surely um sweet caroline isn't appropriate during COVID." hands touching hands reaching out all that so (laughs) it it, it just spiraled into these comments around uh, uh how ridiculous it was to ban the song so um what they could have done obviously they could have um they could have banned the sale of alcohol at the stadium to make it clear that you know you because know, apparently they say the police say that domestic violence is linked to excess alcohol, and right. when the rugby games are on, everyone gets a bit uh, pissed. Yeah. And if, if the Welsh lose, they they get a bit unhappy at home. Yeah. Right. So um, anyway, so I just thought uh, that crossed my path. I thought how ridiculous banning a song is well, if really, that's going to really well, make it. It's any really
0: difference. simple. The team should just win. <laughs> <But> that's right. <laughs> then everybody will right. be happy. So I thought
1: uh, because you do love the Tom. Oh, I so I thought I'd let you know yeah. about that. that um,
0: Can you imagine though how many songs uh, are out in the in the uh, ether that if you really scrutinise them, correct. I mean, ninety percent of songs would just get flushed,
1: yeah, wouldn't they? And I don't think anyone's really singing the song um, about the lyric; they're just singing why why why, exactly. They're just getting on the the chorus.
0: Get up! Look, it's I mean that. I get the sentiment yeah. of what they're saying, but it still falls into the PC
1: bull tish bin. It's, yes, it's the woke bin of the week. It's the woke bin of the yes, week. Maybe that's, that's right. what we need. We the need woke the bin woke of the bin week. of
0: the week. I like that. That's very good.
1: Now, the only other thing I had for you yes. was I was um, on the couch the other day with my bride watching maths. Careful. And I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watch this show, Scotty, but I watch it too so that I can appear more intelligent.
0: How do, I, how do I express this to you? It's on my television.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't That's watch it. I don't watch uh, uh, it at all, I, but it's on. I can't. And um, um, I cringe because half of them, half the blokes can't spell or speak.
0: Well, half of them are there to, to peddle their own
1: uh, oh, they're you know, all, platforms. Yeah, they, of, they all stay on so they can boost their Instagram yeah, profile. Yeah, and be...
0: And be I was going to say fashionistas. What, what do they call them? The influencers.
1: I like I like the one where they don't feed them all day and get them drunk and then they have a dinner party. And, uh, <laughs> throw the keys in the bowl. And, and they just <laughs> see what happens. That's the best episode. That's almost every dinner party. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how they're off. But uh, um, so I was thinking about marriage because marriage is on the decline around the world is, in terms is. of the um, proportion of people get married. and Yep, and stay married. And stay married and also... Most people get a civil ceremony these days. Very few yes. get married in church. All these yep. sorts of things are going on. Yep. Um, so then just for, for, because of no reason at all, I thought I'd give you some fun facts about marriage That's historically. good enough reason for us. It's good enough reason for us. <laughs> so um, did you know in Egypt when women get married, uh, for good luck, people pinch the bride. Oh, do they? So she ends up with bruises all over her body by the end of the ceremony. Oh. So when she says mummy, she doesn't mean that thing <laughs> no. lying in a car. No, she, she means Mummy, I'm being pinched. <laughs> you know engagement and wedding rings are worn on the fourth finger on the left hand? Do you know that? Uh, yes. Yes? Yes. Um, it's traditionally done because it was once thought that a vein in the finger led directly to the heart. Oh. Ah. Right. And, um uh, <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. The ancient Greeks and Romans thought the veil protected the bride from evil spirits. That's why brides wear veils. Right. There you go. Makes sense.
0: Anything on the 18,000 foot train that goes out the back? No. <laughs> no, no train fast
1: so that the evil spirits can't get up the back.
0: <laughs> there must be worse spirits down there. Some of those trains are very long.
1: The tradition of a wedding cake uh, comes yeah. from ancient Rome. Right. Where revelers broke a loaf of bread over a bride's head for fertility's sake. Now, you'd want to make sure it wasn't uh, two-day-old bread, yeah, or you'd no. knock her out unconscious. <laughs>
0: yeah, it should, yeah, it should be knocked out. Between cold. the
1: pinching and the bashing yeah. with the bread. Yeah. No good. No, nah, no good. And this is this was actually really interesting for me because you know the phrase tying the knot. Yes. In reference to yeah, people getting married. Yes. Well, that comes from in many cultures around the world. So Hindu. Yeah. Uh, it's um, Celtic, uh, Greece, Egyptian. Yep. The hands of a bride and groom are literally tied together yes, at the marriage commitment yes, ceremony to demonstrate their um their undying commitment. So that's yes. why... Hence the phrase, tie the knot. Yeah. Is there ball and chain there too? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, that's... I've been to a Greek
0: wedding and I've seen exactly that. There you go. Yeah, but there you um, go. I said to the bloke, you should take the handcuffs off. it's <laughs> <laughs> not really necessary.
1: And the two busiest marriage days in Las Vegas are... Busy, Valentine's <laughs> Day, yes, and and Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. On <laughs> New Year's Eve, yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense.
1: Both when yep. people are half cut. Yep. Um... This is a fun fact. Men who kiss their wives in the morning are said to live five years longer than those that don't. Yeah, because if I better you don't, start puckering up. Well, I was
0: going to say, because if you don't, you get a baseball bat across <laughs> yeah. the head.
1: You get, so. you, get you with the day-old bread.
0: Where's <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's> my kiss? <laughs> yeah,
1: and I like this one. I like this one. You know, groomsmen, the yep. concept of when you're getting married, you've got a few yep. bucks standing to you. Yep. Right, so uh, in many cultures, the groom historically often kidnapped the bride. Oh. All right. And the groom's friends would help him, oh, leading to the modern day groomsmen, right? And they all stand. The groom always stands on the bride's right side. The groom's that, yes, yes, because his right hand or his sword hand would be free to defend a, against a jealous rival. Right. So then and he's always he's so got so one hand on his pistol or his sword, ready to right fight off the rivals for the bride's attention. There you go.
0: What if he's left-handed? Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: that's correct.
0: And if he's a Molly duker he doesn't know where to stand. Yeah, there's no where to stand.
1: <laughs> Guests in ancient times would also tear off part of the bride's gown as tokens of good luck, cool. which leads to the tradition of the bride throwing her garter and bouquet. Right, that's how that's uh, derived. There you so go.
0: Isn't the bouquet about if you catch it, you're going to be the next one?
1: That's that's the theory, yeah. The theory, yeah. But right. that's where it sort of comes from. It's why, why she's throwing away equipment. Right. After the wedding. <laughs> there you go. Thought you'd, uh, thought you'd
0: enjoy those. Well, uh, no wonder seven out of ten marriages failed with all that hoopla all that hoopla. <laughs> that's right. That's now, I've got to tell you, if it wasn't written, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. But um, I, I found another odd spot.
1: Oh, brilliant. You
0: know I like odd spots. Uh, where else in the world? China.
1: China, oh mate, China!
0: China's police dog brigade of uh, Hishan District has reportedly successfully trained six new types of animals. Yes. Yeah. To do what? Detecting squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. The squirrels, which have a keen sense of smell, scratch at the place where they detect drugs. It's ah, a drug-sniffing squirrel. Drug, sniffing drug squirrels. squirrels. Drug squirrels. Yeah, and I thought they had passports. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're mules. Sorry. <laughs> um, not only are they just as efficient as a sniffer dog at detecting drugs, but they also have the added advantage of being smaller and faster, uh, with the ability to reach high places that dogs could never check.
1: Squirrels. So Drug squirrels. How so,
0: they train them? I don't know. <laughs> I could just imagine all these squirrels walking around, smacked off their face. It's <laughs> a just, movie out. They're walking into There's trees. There's
1: a movie out called Cocaine Bear. Did you see the oh, short
0: I've heard the title.
1: It's a stupid premise for Is a movie. It? Right. Some drugs fall out of a plane. The bear gets into them and meets them all and just goes on a rampage. Oh, does he? <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Yeah, until a squirrel finds it. Until a squirrel and finds it, and him. runs up his backside because he's got the drugs inside of him.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh, we normally say only in America, but this one's from only China. in China. China. and I suppose their option might be become a drug squirrel or main course.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? Someone so, said to me the
1: other day, where was I? I was, I think I was at lunch yesterday. And someone said, because um, you know. Traditionally, Chinese will have a crack at eating a lot of things. Yes. No one eats seagulls, do they? Oh God, no. Because you no. don't know where they've been. Yeah, but I mean, we are chickens and turkeys. Well, and we don't eat seagulls. And we don't eat crows either.
0: No, we and don't. And we eat don't crow. eat many birds. But we do eat. We? Uh, we eat quail.
1: Quail, yeah. yeah. Uh, duck, chicken. Probably because there's not a lot of meat on a seagull.
0: Not a lot of meat on a quail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you do have when to did, work pretty when hard. Did, when did
0: you have a quail last that you didn't need a magnifying glass to look at? Although um, I do love a good um, a good quail. Of course us, you so. do. Yeah, that's no, damn good. Uh, no. Uh, do we eat possums yet?
1: No, but it's do. a matter of time. I
0: think we do. I've got a
1: feeling we do. So do we? we. Yeah. yeah. Roo, crocodile. A croc. Horses i haven't had horses no i haven't
0: had or have you had buffalo
1: yeah it's it's tough i haven't in very, darwin it's very tough very isn't? meaty yeah very meaty yeah.
0: it's a second um, grade mate goanna we, well i mean not mainstream I haven't shops, had goanna but well our our, our founding fathers do they often go and club one to death and spring, yeah, and I spring mate, it over there you
1: know we were talking about abalone the other day <laughs> this i've guy. never had that in my life <laughs> this guy he's a funny guy he said because I don't know, abalone is a bit overrated. If you ask me, yeah, it's totally. tough, tough as old boots. He said the secret to cooking abalone is you put it in a pot of boiling water with a brick, and you eat it when the brick's soft. <laughs> 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 oh, is that how tough oh, they are? Oh, yeah. okay. the, anyway, um, mate. Now the other week, yes, we were talking about um, pickleball.
0: Yes. As you recall. Yes. In fact I heard it again the other day. Somebody yes. made reference so, to
1: it. So um because this is a small be- bat,
0: different balls, small, half court tennis. Well thing. what I
1: did was I thought rather than me do the research, I'd go and interview someone. Well, that's
0: right. Who, You've got um, a pickle
1: yes. blower person. So I thought pickle. I'd go and interview someone that knew what they were talking about, right. which is a first for the show.
0: Did they keep a straight face?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, um, I uh, recorded an interview and I thought you might like to hear it. Why not? So, listeners, sit back and relax and enjoy this interview with, uh, with uh, Dave Wassell, all about pickleball. Right. And we'll see you on the other side. Okay. So, you're with the Two Smoking Guns and um, we're here today with a special guest and it's a topic that's been piquing our interest for, for a little while, Scotty and I. And that's the topic and the new sport called pickleball... And many of the listeners will know that we've been discussing it with no great knowledge about what we're talking about, which is typical of the way we roll on this show. But we thought we'd do some research and we thought we'd get an expert in. And um, I'm joined today by David Wassall and he is the founder of Bayside Pickleball. Um, So he's gonna basically give us the whole rundown of this wonderful new invention, uh, Pickleball. So welcome David to the show. And firstly, because I'm a total novice and an ignoramus on the topic, what are the origins of of pickleball? I've seen it. I don't know what it is, uh, how it started, but um, that's why you're here, I guess, to illuminate us and give us a bit more knowledge about the topic of pickleball. So Uh, over to you. I'll do my absolute best
2: uh, in regard to that. There's no uh, conjecture about the origins, but there is some conjecture about the origins of the name. Yes. The, uh, the game was started by uh, uh, a senator and a couple of his uh, senior local people uh, in Washington. Mm-hmm. They went for a holiday to Bainbridge Island uh, where they had a bit of a compound there with an outdoor uh, badminton court and uh, they were there with a bunch of kids running around and a dog and a dog. This dog had what they called a wiffle ball, a plastic ball with holes all over it. The kids would throw the ball for the dog. The dog would chase it and bring it back to them, except they were running backwards and forwards across the badminton court where four fellows were trying to have a game. Uh-huh. So they decided we've had enough of this. They called all the kids together. Uh, they dropped the net down to tennis net height, so to speak got four table tennis bats, took the ball off the dog and said, OK, we're going to invent a new game. <laughs> and that's that's where it started. That's a brilliant story. Uh, uh, and the name, uh, uh, it's not necessarily uh, the real story, because I say, there's some conjecture, but the name Pickleball, the dog, uh, every time the ball went out of bounds, the dog would chase it and uh, bring it back to them. So uh, that uh, that was good for them and for the game, and the dog's name was Pickle.
1: Ah, uh, See, so that was the thing I wanted to clarify, because... As soon as I hear pickled, I think pickled onions from the old fish and chip shops. Mm. There's nothing to do with that. It's just named after the dog.
2: Named after the dog. Brilliant. Okay, you're not like so, f- that. So, <laughs> so
1: from there, um, what? how do they invent it? Do they just invent a court? Do they have dimensions around it? Well, the dimensions of the pickleball court today are the same as a badminton court. Uh-huh. They don't
2: have as many lines and the, what we call the kitchen line or the non-volley zone is about six or seven inches further out from the net than it is on a badminton court. But essentially, badminton courts all over Australia are being turned into uh, getting a new life with pickleball.
1: So they get retrofitted for pickleball. All so you they do can is use add one line. Same court, add one line at the and, front. Uh, one line. Uh, near uh, the net. Near, seven foot from the net, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and lower the net.
2: And lower the net, yeah, And you're away. So the net is tennis height. It's two inches lower than a tennis, so it's 34 inches in the center and 36 at the outside. Uh, And uh, it's six meters wide, which is the width of a badminton court. And
1: we're using a table tennis bat or something, Uh, a variation of that?
2: Has been refined somewhat since Uh then. The game really only got legs commercially or professionally in the 90s in the US, and now there's millions playing it. Uh, But uh, the paddle itself that you use, is about twice the size of a table tennis bat. Uh, and a lot of technology in them now with uh, the core materials, which are basically polypropylene, but there's variations of that, mm. and the outside surface uh, the variations of that from fiberglass, oh it started with, I guess card painted, uh, uh, printed cardboard, but it's now, uh, there's fiberglass, carbon fiber, graphite, uh, there's all sorts of uh, surfaces now, and pickleball paddles can range from $50 to $500.
1: So every time you invent a new sport, the money's made in the equipment, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
2: The, it's not uh, It's not as expensive as, say, tennis rackets or some yeah. other sports. Uh, the equipment is actually relatively low cost. My my ambition in the small business I started here is to keep it at community-level pricing. It's a grassroots yeah, sport, yeah. community sport. It's got to be accessible to everybody price-wise.
1: How many badminton courts are there in Australia compared to the States? Not as many, I would have thought, or am I don't, wrong?
2: Don't know. Good question. Mm. Uh, most community uh, major sports halls, uh, you know, indoor sporting centres, have basketball, netball, volleyball, sure. badminton, so they're, they're, they're a, a bit of a, uh, a fruit salad of lions when you get on there, but most of them have a badminton court mark somewhere, uh, and that's where the proliferation uh, has come from. Uh, but then there are other uh, venues who yeah. maybe have... That'll be someone
1: ordering a pickleball bat right now.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll get rid of that and we'll turn that off um yes that's <laughs> all right uh, um so yeah there the, are the, the tennis clubs and only recently tennis australia did indicate that uh, tennis clubs around australia should start looking at pickleball uh because tennis in many places is diminishing
1: well i was wondering about that so before i jump into into that because i think that's the demographic isn't it the people that Potentially enjoy tennis, have played all their life, and for one reason or another, normally bodies, mm-hmm. um, are probably getting to a point where it's just taking a bit of a toll. Um, so, is pickleball, when you serve, is it the same service action or is it more of a, an underarm serve to get it in play, it's kick an off un- a rally?
2: Underarm serve, and yep. uh, uh, there's very few points won on the serve. They're more, more an error from the receiver than the, the, the power of the serve. Uh, it's underarm. Uh, and uh, the the idea of the serve is to get it as deep as you can uh, to keep your opposition back on the baseline. Uh, The idea from the the receiver is to keep it back, send it back to the server as deep as possible also. So not Uh,
1: like tennis where you've got to serve it into a service box. Oh yes, you've got to serve it into a service box, yes. Uh,
2: Service box, uh, yes, uh, the serving positions are the same as tennis, Mm -hmm. Uh, forehand, backhand, across court, you know, from corner to corner, Uh, but uh, you've got to have two bounces. That's got to bounce on the receiver side and the receiver returns to the server. It's got to bounce once there also before you can move in and volley. And Uh you can only move into that line seven foot from the net called, the non-volley zone, uh, before you can actually volley the ball.
1: Because I did see that and I thought that was a great idea because if you got to the net, you could dominate the game and shut down the the, the rallied quite quickly, but being that far apart, the footage I saw, there were tr- some tremendous volleys at the net going on. Yeah, the, and that's probably the exciting bit of a, the game.
2: The essence of the game is that it occurs mostly between those two seven foot lines. Yeah. Uh, there's a shot called a dink, which is a, a shot played on the bounce inside that area where you can hit the ball on the bounce. Uh, but the rules are designed essentially, to make the game as even as possible, so that's why the non-volley zone uh, keeps people back from the net and well, keep, it keeps
1: the giant six foot seven blokes from, from dominating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, that's that's then great for reflexes. I would have thought, because uh, as you get older, um, you don't you don't lose your reflexes. I find, but you do lose your ability to run to get the ball, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's interesting that uh, I know a few people that have Parkinson's. Uh, and their professionals have yeah. recommended to play either table tennis or pickleball because you don't need to, it's not like tennis where you've got to wait for the ball to come and make a, a, a it's instant reaction stuff. Yeah. We had a woman at, uh, at the Manningham Pickleball Club over at Doncaster Way who came to play pickleball last year in about July uh, on a walking stick uh, having trouble with her movements. she had Parkinson's. She's now running around a pickleball court without the walking stick. That's step.
1: brilliant, isn't it? That's because outstanding. She gets that motor skills going. Oh, she's without, so happy. Yeah.
2: She's so happy. And her husband, you know, who's been a great support for her, uh, you know, he said it's changed her life.
1: Yeah, terrific. So no, I like that. Mm. I like that about it. Because often, you know, beyond tennis, if you can't play tennis or golf or those sorts of things anymore, you're probably reduced to, to lawn bowls or something like that. So yeah. pickleballs are great. Thing for and lawn
2: ball is a great sport too yeah, for get, those that love it and yeah. want to do it. But uh, there's plenty of us that want to stay active. Correct, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, My dear old dad had a great saying: we must always have something to look forward to. And looking forward to a game of pickleball is uh, something
1: that keeps a lot of people in this country right now very excited. So that leads me then to the demographic, because with an aging population in America and I guess Australia, all over the world, really. The potential for this to, to, to be taken up as a sport is massive, I would have thought.
2: America, uh, the US, uh, a Pickleball Association were bragging, I think about three or four years ago, that their demographic was six to 106. They had people actively playing in that, in that age band. Uh, we have, uh, for example, at Bayside Pickleball Club, we have uh, some young ones there, 12, 14, 16, coming down now regularly and playing and loving it. Uh, uh, but we also have people in their 70s and 80s so yeah no
1: good well that's good that's good so what's the what's the retrofit for tennis clubs all over Australia of which there are many and I've um, I've been known to play the country circuit or the mm. grass courts at places like uh, Kerrang and Shepparton and those sorts Newland. Of places. You know, there's, there's tons all over yeah. country Victoria um, what's the opportunity for them? Can they easily retrofit to, to play pickleball?
2: Well, you can drop the net two inches. That's pretty easy to do. Uh, you draw just a, draw some new lines. Draw a line seven foot from the uh, uh, from the uh, from the net, yeah. uh, which uh, and then you draw another line one foot behind the service line, and two uh, two lines three foot in from the from the uh, from the tram lines, and you've got a half a pickleball. So all you, court. all you need
1: is a line marker and a line marker a, or some tape, the
2: tape, yeah. and some paddles and a ball. Uh, you know, for a couple hundred bucks, you're up and running, uh, and it gives the club another life, something else to sell to their members, something else to engage their members, and make them want to keep coming back. We're doing uh, a day down at uh, I'm doing a day on the 5th of March down at uh, Lakes Entrance, where the Lakes Entrance Tennis Club, in their open day now, are introducing pickleball. I've just done a day, two days, last Tuesday and yesterday down at uh, down at uh, Inverloch where we did it in the community hub down there, uh, where they've got four badminton courts, but also the tennis people come up, and I went down to the tennis club, and now they're gonna do it down there as well. Brilliant. We're about to do it at uh, Tarelgon Tennis Club, where there's 24 courts. Uh, they're keen to get involved, because there's already a group playing at Tarelgon, and the club think, well, we should engage with those people, so uh, it's, uh, it's happening everywhere. That's great for community, isn't it? Lots happening in schools now, because yeah. uh, schools have all of a sudden seen that there's a major petition in the USA with millions of signatures suggesting that pickleball will be a demonstration sport at the 2028 Olympics. Uh Okay, and that petition follows through with a full Olympic sport at 32 in Brisbane. Wow. So a lot of kids coming in there saying, "Eh, I want to play. I I can play this game. I'm I'm going to be good at this. Uh, And, you know, so uh, there's plenty of action in that space as well. Halebury College right now, right this as we speak, running a pickleball session today, tomorrow and Friday. Uh, St Bede's College have already done it. Brighton Grammar are showing interest. Uh, it's happening next week at Epping College. It's happening at, uh, oh, there's a whole lot of schools coming on you, that I can't. You've been busy, mate. I have been busy. The, the most exciting one was, uh, you know, the author John Marsden, who wrote yes. that wonderful series of books for kids called Tomorrow yeah. When the War Begins. Yep. Uh, he's got a school that he started in the style of the schools from those books uh, in the bush up near Romsey. And uh, I went up there and did a, a, a whole-day come-and-try session with them. They've now put pickleball gear in up there in the primary school. The kids are loving it. They Fantastic. are loving it.
1: Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. And there's money coming in in America. I, I was reading something that a lot of celebrities, and you take this with a grain of salt, but there's a lot of people investing in the sport. I'm just not sure why and how they intend to get a return, but, but maybe uh, you could... Share some share some light on what's going on there.
2: Uh, yeah, certainly. There's not there's not the money in the sport in Australia. Obviously, yeah. it's a grassroots sport. We don't have a professional circuit in America. There was two professional circuits owned by millionaires or billionaires. Mm. Uh, the US APA said that's not working. Uh, there was competition. It was, just wasn't working. So they've closed them down and started now a major league pickleball major league and it's I think 24 teams in two conferences. Uh I think uh, you can buy a team over there in that Major League for about 20 mil. Uh Wow. It's a big drink. So this uh, is
1: this is uh this is the IPL revisited. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, well, it's,
2: it's, it's playing to a huge audience. Yeah. Tra- they played the last US Open over there, the final last year in the main main court at Flushing meadow Wow. Uh and the stadium was full. So what 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 these investors, these sports investors who play major like uh, uh you know Rene renee Brown uh the, the fellow, uh, the basketball. I read a basketball, I got involved, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the big fellow just been in the media a lot, I can't remember their names. Uh, uh, Kyrios.
1: Uh, uh, not so Shaka, Shaquille O'Neal, was he involved? No, One?
2: no, not Shaquille O'Neal, no. no. One
1: the other uh, LeBron, LeBron James. James.
2: Yeah, LeBron that's, James. That's uh, Naomi Osaka has also invested with uh, Kyrios in a team. Uh, and uh, so mm. 2014, but what, what these people are seeing is that people turn up to watch it. Yeah. So there's everyone that comes in, there's a click on the ticket. Right. Uh, and of course, then all of the vendors- They're Not a there. huge
1: outlier I would have thought. They're just retrofitting courts or in some cases, building purpose-built. Oh, America America, full of custom-built courts,
2: yeah. full of. You want to see some of the facilities over there are amazing. We had a visitor from America, uh, a couple, uh, who came to the Bayside Pickleball Club when they were here in Australia traveling. Yeah. Uh, they want to, uh, they wanted a pickleball fix, and uh, <laughs> the fellow, he was a fireman in Los Angeles, uh, the woman, she uh, heard she'd been a tennis uh, coordinator, if you like, at a country club not far out of Los Angeles, uh, and she started playing pickleball. Introduced it there. There are 24 tennis courts an hour, eight tennis courts, and 34 pickleball courts, dedicated
1: courts. Wow. It's as taking said, over.
2: Taking over. Fantastic. Well, they, had, they had a street protest in Los Angeles last year, I think in about November, of tennis players protesting about the fact that pickleball was taking over all the all the courts in the Fantastic. There London. you go. <laughs> and, Fantastic.
1: Uh, so, uh, so how do you see it rolling out in Australia, just as the grassroots thing, just to get community tennis clubs and netball clubs and and footy clubs getting more people involved because it's a new activity, um, something that's uh, available for all ages, as you said, and mm. probably all abilities. All ages, just, all abilities, Just, just yeah. to get people involved. Um, that's probably where it starts. I guess if it, gets, if it ignites, then we might even see some, some tournament activity yeah, well, going
2: on. I think you'll find tennis uh, has recognised that pickleball is getting a, a big following. And that's why they've asked their clubs to investigate yeah and which is why we're getting this influx of inquiry into pickleball Victoria uh, and getting you know pickleball coaches to go out and talk to people and try and advance the game uh, we're hoping that we can get uh, the just recently retired Australian of the year the immediate past Australia the Dylan Alcott uh, onto a pickleball court because he's retiring from tennis uh, and there's plenty of opportunity for that uh, all abilities stuff, as we talked about. Uh, oh, he'd
1: be all over that. Uh, oh, yeah, well, he's
2: a young fellow with a great brain. You know, he is. He's a just ripper. so enthusiastic yeah. about stuff. So we're looking forward to getting him in there as an ambassador for all abilities pickleball, uh, which of course will become part of the Olympics once pickleball gets in there. Brilliant, uh,
1: right. brilliant. Uh, the so, game. So, so um, as an ambassador and promoter and 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 founder of this thing, um, you'd be pretty busy.
2: Uh, semi-retirement doesn't look much like <laughs> much like it was supposed to. I started this as a, a hobby business. Yeah. I said I, when I started the club, uh, I had to buy some kit from a a company in Queensland. And I thought it's a bit expensive. That's yeah. what encouraged or enthused me yeah. to uh, start this business. so I can provide the product at a grassroots price, yeah. at a community price. Uh, it's getting busier. Uh, it's not it's not like our local sports. Store. It's not. A source to income. No, it pays its own way. But, uh, but at, it's my, love. It's at my age, at my and stage, I don't need to be doing it for money. If I'm doing that, I've done something wrong. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, it's. Uh, I spent a year on the on the on the uh, board of pickleball Victoria. Where it was a great experience, uh, and uh, I'm now on a subcommittee there for promotion of the game and sponsorship. So uh, we're always looking for sponsors. We've always got lots of events happening. So that's another part of the of the role that I. I i'm struggling with at the moment getting (laughs) getting sponsorship in these days is a bit hard it's pretty tough uh, tough. life's tough getting expensive which is why pickleball is fantastic because people could turn up uh membership of pickleball uh say bayside is 85 dollars most of that money goes to pickleball australia and pickleball victoria whom provide all the umbrella insurances for both public liability and injury yep Uh, Yep. and if you're once you join a club and become a Pickleball Australia member, you can play pickleball anywhere in Australia, you can walk into a club, you know, in Cairns if you like, say so, hi, I'm from Melbourne, I play pickleball, all of a sudden you've got a whole new family, a whole new bunch of friends, and you know what it costs to play for a couple of hours? Five bucks.
1: There you
2: go. So Brilliant. it's very affordable, it's very achievable. The money uh, that clubs charge for these sessions goes to pay for renewing balls, yep. paddles, yep. nets, and generally usually paying for stadium rentals as well. So, uh, The growth of the game is quite strong. When we started Bayside uh, two and a half years ago, we were the seventh venue in Victoria. There are now 39 in that short space of time.
1: So um, I'm in Bayside, we're sitting in Bayside. We're actually sitting in the lovely surrounds of the Sandringham Club in Bayside, uh, where we're both members, but where can I get a game? Uh, You can come
2: down this afternoon to Hampton RSL at two o'clock, where we play for two hours followed by Brilliant. something to refresh us because we're we'll probably be a bit warm by that stage Nice,
1: cool refreshments on uh, I'm, I'm into uh,
2: and Sunday afternoons at uh, from uh, 1:15 p.m. we play at Thomas Street at the netball Center there yes uh, our ambition uh, and we've made a submission to the council or our president uh, Joe Nichols who's a local here who uh, has got great experience in that uh, not-for-profit area because she uh, uh, when her son got ill when he was quite young she started the movement brainwave. Uh, and she's yep. currently the president of the pickleball club and did a, an outstanding presentation to Bayside Council and their recreation people a week ago for us to take over the center at Thomas Street and turn it into a dedicated pickleball center it'll be for Bayside a first in Australia if they can uh, see right. the wisdom of that uh, and that we hope could happen at the end of this year when uh, the netball has moved from Thomas Street to Hollywood Street Hollywood yeah yeah no Hollywood um, I know where you are. Yeah, uh, I know where you are. There uh, were the netball courts. Seven Secondary College. yeah. Secondary, yeah, secondary, yeah, secondary, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, mate, um, thank you for illuminating us because uh, I feel so much more uh, knowledgeable about the sport. Um, congratulations on your promotion of the sport. Um, you've obviously done a magnificent job getting the word out there. Um, and it sounds like something really exciting. I'm keen to have a hit. It's fun, it's yeah. fun. And the only warning I give everybody, it's a
2: little bit addictive.
1: Yeah, I it's, imagine.
2: It's that rare thing that's addictive that's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, come along, have a hit, uh, and we look forward to seeing you then every week.
1: Brilliant. Well, David Wassel, thank you very much. Um, Bayside Pickleball is a thing. It's it's out there in the community. I encourage everyone to go and have a hit. Search and Bayside
2: Pickleball Club.
1: Bayside Pickleball BaysidePickleballClub.com. Club.
2: Dot dot au. All right. Uh, Lovely. The website will be up shortly, but we're on Facebook, Facebook. Uh, And if you want to know about pickleball and where it can be played, go on to pickleballvictoria.org and click on where to play and you'll see all over Victoria. It's growing so rapidly,
1: there's sites everywhere. Brilliant, mate. Well, thank you very much for your time today.
2: My pleasure. Thank
1: you. And I'm looking forward to going and having a hit. Be brilliant. Looking forward to it also. Cheers, mate. Thanks.